This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name's Dan Fudge and tonight we're going to be talking about Ipswich banners and tennis balls. As Sheffield Wednesday falls to their fifth defeat in six, still in search of their first win of the season, there is more unrest amongst the fan base. Uh, with a fan-funded banner being defaced and then torn down and plans of a tennis ball protest happening tomorrow night against Middlesbrough, the fans are starting to revolt. Do you think the chairman will listen and change his ways, or do you think that our uh, and what do you think about our league survival hopes? Join me, Charlie, Stevie, and hopefully Blair after his computer's updated itself, and uh, we'll try and make sense of it all. Now, uh, Charlie, uh, how was your weekend? All right, yeah. Oh yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it's great. Just really fun and just not at all soul destroying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you uh, did you see much of the game then? Did you? Uh... Too much, uh, about 90 odd minutes too much, I think. Uh, I'd been quite happy to have uh, turned it off at about the 40th minute, I think. So, uh, what about your yeah. uh, what about your preconceptions before the game? I mean, Ipswich are to coin a phrase of my father's going great guns, and um, and and like you think, well, if, if we manage to steal a point off them, that wouldn't have been because uh, they solidified well in terms of getting out of League One, they really, you know, they really bolstered their numbers quite well and then did again in the summer. Um, you know, could would you have expected a draw? Could you see one coming? Would we be able to even snatch it and win it beforehand? I think, based on how I'd seen us at Leeds, I thought the 
there's not as much pressure on it in terms of like the rivalry, but there is a little bit of a rivalry there just from like the end of last season, like a little bit, like that, that little bit. bit of, of needle like, in they that. were, yeah, they were our rivals at one point, kind of pushing to get into the top two. So I felt like the pressure may be on and potentially we might step up our game. I didn't think we'd win it. I just hoped that we wouldn't lose it. Um, but uh, I was. And I was neither of those to... things happened. No, no. That's what they say about dreaming and wishing. I uh, should have known better. It was my fault. Exactly right. Exactly right. What about you, Stevie? I mean, what were your preconceptions before the game? Did you feel like it was something that we could take something from? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> to win. be honest with you, it was. It's just. Do you know what? It's we, we, we're just in such a state of flux at the moment where everything's so undetermined and we don't know well i say undetermined it's it's actually the opposite of that we're shit we're going to be shit every week um and we're just in for abject disappointment at the moment aren't we um i went to leeds um i thought that was a, a reasonable performance all, all things being said and going into saturday i was kind of i had the i had the the, the, the worry and the nerve and the cold sweats of seeing a, a George Earth notching three and standing mm. ears cupped in front of the cop and Luongo coming and you dictating see that, Charlie. things. You see that, Charlie? That is a man who is used to disappointment in Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> see, coming in here with your young self. He's <laughs> been around the block a few times yeah. now, you know what I mean? Um, I had, a, I had a, a full head of hair when I started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, it was... It, a lot older. <laughs> Correct. Um, I, I, I didn't really know what to make of it. It was one of those where after after the the defeats and then the point from Leeds, you kind of you, you were hopeful that um, that might have been a bit of a turning point and we can start to kick on and maybe grab a point. You know, put in a performance that would um, be a, a bit of a kickstart for, for for going on a little bit of a run that starts to pull you pull yourselves away from the bottom of the table, but. Um, it quickly became apparent that that wasn't necessarily going to be the case. And mm-hmm. I've got major concerns that we're going to get into tonight around sort of situation around team selection, players that are being picked and where they're being asked to play. Um, mm-hmm. And we've got some serious problems. We, we, we've got major problems at the club at the moment. And, you know, it's not just chairman-based and it's not just manager-based. It just feels to be, we've done a 180 in the last three months from that euphoria and that positivity of, of Wembley and, you know, being at the City Hall and everything going in the right direction. And we're sitting there going, it's been absolutely fantastic. After all these years of, you know, disappointment and frustration and the unknown of, you know, our club being a bit of a laughing stock to where, where we were then. And it, as I said, it's a bit of a 180 now to go back to, you know, the dark days of sort of 2013, 2014, really. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, let's get into the game. We'll talk about the periphery around it before we get into the game. I mean, Stevie, you brought up team selection to start with. I don't know what formation we're playing. I, I have, I have no idea. Now, we can't. We, there was a point that Chisco realised halfway through these six games that they've had that four at the back ain't working. It's not going well, so we switched to five at the back. But then we're playing. Um, so and that's what Moore did. He did exactly the same thing, right? He, he had four at the back, and then went, "Hang on, we, we're going to need a, a bit of help here." And then, uh, and then we used the wing back role a lot more during Moore's successful tenure. And then, um, but then in front of that was, as Gaz Robinson said, his favourite triangle in Moore's Bayer and Bannon. Uh, in sorry, Bannon, Volks, and and uh, Byers. Byers, Byers, yeah, right. So that that three there. 
and then we played an attacking midfielder or, or what you kids call a number 10 nowadays and a striker, right? But we seem to have now got this five, two, maybe three. I, I don't know. I don't know. Help me out. Make it make sense. <laughs> I, can't, um, I can't. Right. If if you look at, and, and I went and had a quick look back, the BBC Sport have got it down as a 5-4-1. And at times it right. felt like a 5-4-1 in the sense that the one was very isolated. And if you look at 5-4-1 as a formation, one up front is absolutely uninspiring, especially at home when you're trying to score yep. goals. Um, yep. it, 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 the setup, I go with my mate, as you well know. Um, we played a bit of football between us and we, we kind of looked at each other and went, a bit, two o'clock, is it a four? It looks like it's going to be a four. Then you you look at the setup, it looked like a three. Um it's what goes on in front of that back three or back five that is the absolute, you know, it's a it's a conundrum because at any one point it was three centre halves, Palmer, Iorfa, and Fameo well played as centre halves with Delgado mm-hmm. on one side and uh, Pato on the other. But then in front mm-hmm. of them, it's almost like he plays a two and a two and then a one. So yep. Byers and Hendrick, Hendrick this week sat in front of the, the back line. And then you've mm-hmm. got Windass and Gregory effectively playing off Smith. But the distance between Smith and those two players at times is so stark, it's a it, it's effectively a five two two one or a three four two one. Just say no. You know, I have it's, I, it's, over to work that out. It's 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 it, it's crazy and you know, if you've got the players that can go and play it, and those players that are going to go and play it need legs, they, they need to have legs, pace, trickery. Um, I love Gregory. I think he's absolutely brilliant. But at mm. 35 years old, we've gone from having him playing with his back to goal, which he's done all his life, you know, holding the ball up and bringing others into play, to having him closing fullbacks down and chasing the, chasing into the channels and so forth. That, that's mm. not what his strength is. That's not what it's no. all about. Um, and he's miles off Smith. And then we've got Windass doing the, the the same on the opposite side at times. You know, he, he'll he'll chase. And then what, when those two go like that and move forwards, we just get passed through. And they just pass the ball out the back for fun on, on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, what about you, Charlie? Have you got anything to add about the formation? It, it's not, it, did you see it in a different way? No, I mean, I, I, there were players on the pitch and they sure were stood there. Like, the whole way through, I was like, yep, those are some of them have got our shirt on. Like, that's just how it felt. <laughs> it was just like... You can almost forgive it the first couple of games in that he doesn't know who plays well in what position. Now, it's too long. It's, it's gone on too long for that kind of argument. Mm-hmm. And uh, and for me, like, it just... it You've literally got the, the one up front thing as well. It frustrates me so much because it, it really reminds me of, of of back in the days of Monk. We used to we used to moan about this all the time. Is it... Unless you have got an absolute bagsman absolute 20 goal a season striker that you absolutely know that you can guarantee will like blast anything in that comes his way why the hell are you playing one up front and you saw that with Windass Windass is literally stood there having a fag minding his own business waiting until hopefully god forbid somebody manages to beat first man and cross them into the box oh what's that that's not worked okay well let's continue to do the exact same thing week in week out and that's ridiculous once you've established that something's not working you absolutely have to to change it up and the only thing you can say in his defense is you can't play a winning team if you haven't won anything so fair enough you're changing things up but 
it's extremely obvious if you're playing people out of position. It's extremely obvious when things are going wrong. So, you know, while you, you don't have to just spin the wheel and change everything every time, just this constant, like, the fact that no one can work out what the formation is on or off the pitch should be a serious, like, you know, as a football manager, you would expect to have that little bit more awareness or something like that. So the fact that any of us can look at that and go, who is playing where? Like, yeah. you know, if the goal is not got gloves on, I want to know. Do you know what I mean? It's just absolutely <laughs> mental. Uh, and it yeah. has gone on too long. I don't think it is early days anymore. I've I've thrown all my optimism out the window. Just no. I, I was going to say, a lot of us said, let's give him at least 10 games, but we're six in and there has been non-improvement. I feel like we did a smash and grab on Leeds. I mean, you know, even if you just look back at the highlights, they battered us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were fortunate to come away with a draw there. Um, you know, we, even even the games where there was flashes of optimism, like Hull City, for example, they still soundly beat us. Yeah. We don't look like we're getting anything anywhere. And even if we do manage to steal a point from somebody, then I, I don't feel like, we you know, we talk a lot about momentum on shows like this, and I don't feel like it is any momentum. I no. think that if we did steal a point, we'll come away and go, um, Ooh, well, we got away with that one. Let's see if yeah. we can do it next week. And 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 it's yeah. it's not we're no threat we're no threat the best we can aim for at the moment is try not to lose it really reminds mm. me of the season like the when we were mostly playing behind closed doors so spent you know it's it's bad enough there's a global pandemic and i was forced to watch that garbage on iFollow like every week and it it was like oh my god we got a goal you know we got a goal in open play um and it was it was that kind of, and this feels like the vibes again it's like i don't know where the goals are going to come from um but I sure as hell know that sooner or later we're going to concede him. And, you know, it's yeah. uh, such an unbelievable cliche to say goals win games, but um, they really do. And we just don't look like we've got a hope in hell of getting anything anywhere. It's dire. Well, I mean, Absolutely let's, let, let's, let's go through so, some of the, some of the, um, some of the points here, Steve. I mean, early, early doors, Lapido, who's, who's scored against us a few times. Right. You know what I mean? Missed an absolute sitter. Uh, right, the, the first real chance of the game, wasn't it? it the, the ball got played across the back of the defence and Ladapo absolutely fluffed his lines. Um, and then after that, Vasquez pulled out a great save. Um, and then, well, so we've got... Oh, and then we had an opportunity. A free kick went in and Smith just bashed out a 50p head into the top end of the of the West Stand. And you, and, and you think, is this it? Is this what we've got, right? I mean, was there, did you see anything that was inspiring? Uh, yeah, um, I did. I genuinely did. I genuinely saw something. And the thing that I saw was um, from the start of the season, we've had this conversation. I don't know if it was on the pod or off privately, Dan. Um, I wasn't having that goalkeeper. I weren't having him after the first couple of games <laughs> because he weren't moving. It looked like he had bricks in his feet. He, he, he didn't dive or, or look to, to save shots. He was outstanding on Saturday. Uh, his, his shot stopping, his movement, um, his distribution, I thought, and you know, it's, it's not a cliche. It's one of those things where everybody that saw the game, everybody that's seen the highlights knows it would have been an absolute cricket score Saturday if not for the mm -hmm. goalkeeper. And I think, you know, if, if, if I'd stop taking bets on player of the year now because it's going to be our goalkeeper unless he gets recalled in January, which, you if know, I, when Wendy in it. <laughs> if I if I speak, I am in big trouble. Uh, you know what I mean? I, 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 can't, I can't comment on the goalkeeping situation, but uh, I mean, there was one after after their goal that he did where he kind of, it was at the second half at the West Stand end and he kind of saved it with his with his left hand, didn't he? And, the, and, the and that was... 
I literally virtually point blank and absolutely yeah. pain. And and then big hands as well made it go missing. Like it, it, honestly, there's I think there was three big saves he did. He did he did he did that on Saturday, and I have to say, um he, he pulled off another couple like that at Leeds as well. And it's almost like he's now settled in. Um, you know, he's always busy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's got, so he's, he's getting plenty, plenty of practice, isn't he? But you know, in all seriousness, aside from that, you know, what are we looking at? We're clutching, we've talked about the formation. Um, I don't see, and it's your show, I don't see if there's any point in, in us sort of dissecting and analyzing, you know, the, the, the highlights of the of the game from a Wednesday point of view because there weren't any. Um, no, they, they, I, they I, I was wasn't. literally, I, I went on a deep dive to try and find what I could and I got a 50p head from Smith. That was it. Yeah. That's, that's Smith headed it over. Um, I, uh, I, I, honestly, we're, we're, we're there Did with we that. Did we have a corner? Did we have a corner? We actually, I, I, I could tell you, I can we tell you, we actually, had, we actually had seven corners to their one. Oh, what? Wow. We had seven corners and they we had, had one. seven corners and we didn't seven muster a corners. shot on goal. Not a shot on goal. So oh. that's where we are. And positives, if you're clutching, you look at the Southampton game where I thought Southampton, we allowed them to, but they passed us off the park. Um, we were we were within 50 odd passes of, lead, uh, sorry, of Ipswich on Saturday. So we closed that metric. We managed to get up to 48% possession. So we closed that metric. Um, you know, I think we won more aerial duels than they did. Uh, defensively, so we closed another metric there. You know, Errol so it's, well, we end up getting into like ends up getting like American sports and it where you know like really really yeah, niche yeah. specific stats. Yeah! Like, all yeah, right, yeah. we phased west more than they did. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, cool. We'll not even mention wow. we had more foul throws than they did as well. Oh Jesus! We, more foul we can't throws even we can't use our it. hands or feet. That's what we've learned. Like we're shit. Oh. Oh, the whole body shit. It's all the whole, bad. The whole body it's is shit. Bad. The, the, now, the, the thing the thing with it, sorry, Dan, the thing with it is we, we've talked a little bit about the, the Ladapo chance that he had and you look at the goal and there were one or two of the saves that he's made. If you go back and look at the highlights, I was there obviously myself and it was the same threat all the time and we talked about the formation. Um, we got torn apart by the ball in between what would be the fullback or the wing-back and the central defender every single time. We made them look, mm-hmm. I don't know who it was on the left-hand side, it was certainly Burns on the right. Um, we made them look like absolute world beaters and they didn't get out of third gear because we just didn't have that ability, that awareness or that leadership in the back line to say, right, that ball's going to be popped over the top. The goal's a great example of it. The ball was popped over the top. If you go back and look at it, Patterson's giving it that one. And, you know, he's done all right for us this year, but he's looking one way, then the other. Then he's on his arse and turns around and starts running back. There was one a few minutes before that for the Ladapo chance that... um, they turned for Maywell the other way. He got turned inside out with the ball through, you know, in between the middle of them. Every single ball, there's no creativity from the opposition. They do exactly the same thing all the time and rip us apart every time. And that's a problem. If we're not addressing that, there's, there's, there's something wrong. Well, there's, there's two things. I, I mean, Blair, welcome to the show. You're all right, pal. Did you, uh, did you manage to sort out your computing issues, computer man? I did. Thanks, Microsoft. Well, I, I, you know, I'm glad one of us works in IT as well. Then, and, uh, yeah. Any potential computer issues that we I might I turned it off and on again, but it did work. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, you t- took a dose of your own medicine there, didn't yeah, you? Did. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what I want to do, Black. I want to talk about the goal. Um, now, yeah, Stevie mentioned there's a bit where Patterson kind of gets turned out on the on the far side. And 
there's a bit where the, the the attacker coming in then gets covered, right? He gets covered by two uh, two of our defenders. I've watched Palmer's... this goal back so, so so many times. I've got no idea how it. The gets only in. question I've got is why did Patterson? not trust his defenders and try and go back to the player that had already sent him for a bag of chips. And then why did he not come across and pick up, pick up shirts? For me, I thought he was at fault for that goal. He got, he got sent for a hot dog and then he went to go and chase after the same geezer. And when he should have really picked up the, the fellow that scored, right? Mm. I mean, you know, I'm Patterson's biggest fan. So, I mean, you've come to the right geezer for this. <laughs> but he, he's, I think... Solely blaming him for that one goal after we got absolutely battered and the keeper kept in it is quite, quite disheartening. Dis- 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 nah, I mean, everybody, everybody's going to have a brain fart. I'm not saying that we lost the game because it, it, it felt to me, it looked to me like he was already blowing out of his ass because we'd been battered for, I don't know, what was it, 60 minutes already, whatever it were. And he's just lost, forgot where he was. Mm. And then, and then, the rest, and then he the, went then, screaming at the defenders on the line. Yeah, but then the rest of them didn't help, did they? Like just, they, so no. they all just fell to sleep, and it was just, it was just like such a, after all their great work, they scored such a shit goal. Mm. <laughs> it was a shit goal. <laughs> I, mean? I, I tell you what, I, I've written Sunday League ten-year-old goal. That, yeah. That's what I've written. You know, when all the players, uh, Stevie, you've done a bit of, you know, a bit of kids football with with your youngins, and you watch kids just flock after the ball, flocking. Constant flocking. That's yeah. that's what that goal was like. Straight flocking. Yeah. Straight up flocking after the ball. Where's the ball? Oh, I'm going to run that way. And that's kind of what it was. <laughs> Can you do that again for YouTube? Right, this is <laughs> like... Uh, do, you know, do you know where I've got that from? Have you... Uh, it, it's like one of those puppet shows, you know, like Sesame Street, where they go, yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember I, I watched a video the other day. I kind of, I don't know why, but I really found that funny. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll shoe on that in somewhere. And then, you know, because Sheffield Wednesday found it quite easy. Must have it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hilarious how, how bad we are at the moment. Like, <laughs> I, we signed twelve players. You don't even play any of them. And they're all his signings because it's. <laughs> and they're all average as shit. They're all pish. They're all like they're, they're so, in a signing that's come in where I'm like. So yeah, why is he signing? I just feel like right. he's just signing sorry, 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 players. sorry. Stop, stop. Blair's just said why is he signing them? They're all shit. Everybody in this room now, this room now, will be able to talk about Blair and the shit that he's been spouting in our WhatsApp group about that we've signed him from PSG and we've signed him from Monaco and we've signed him from AC Milan. Look at these players. They've got to be good because they used to play with Messi and blah, blah, blah. Did you just and say what the say? Get player this season? Yeah. About five minutes ago. Where's he from? Yeah. AC Milan. AC Milan. Oh, but man. you're the one that's sitting here now going, they're all shit. I didn't say any new signs of shit. Every time I see Masaba not starting, I just think, what, what's this geezer doing? Because we've got nothing up front. At least, at least, at least a, a basic he's not outlet. A towards... He's not no, a He's a winger. He's, he's signed, he's signed we're not playing with wingers. We're not playing with well, wingers. This, again, this is another thing for the for the manager needs to go because he signs 12 players to fit a 4 whoa, whoa, whoa. 3 one. Don't get ahead. That's to come. <laughs> He signs all these players to play a 4-2-3. So, Blair, when we start talking about when the manager needs... You know, when we talk about what's coming up, are you you planting your flag now? Is that what you're doing here? (laughs) Well, he's he's done the cardinal sin of um, 
all pre-season doing a 4-2-3-1, signing players to fit that formation, all getting excited about playing and the ring and playing attacking football. <laughs> and he's played, he's played four different formations in six games. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's playing the Mike Bassett Christmas tree at the moment, isn't he? Um, we don't know. I mean, that, that was the bit where you were restarting. We, do, we don't know. Uh, the jury's out on what formation we're playing. Um, so so we don't know what's going on there. But listen, let, let's move on. Let's get off this game. Because uh, towards the end, uh, there were, I think there was one, Charlie, where, was it for me, where we got absolutely dispossessed? Uh, and then another oh, uh, great save by Vasquez, Bernard. wasn't it? Bernard. Was it, was yeah. it my boy? Was it Dichon? Dichon. Big dish. Uh, Big George Erst did him, didn't he? Shrugged him off. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Uh, that was. I might take the flag down. I was, but then again, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna get. Did I was gonna get a Spanish one, but then I think that'll probably be a waste of time oh, as well. Jesus. What? What nationality is Vasquez? I might get one of them. I like him. He's he's a good Colombian. sign. You know? Colombian. Colombian. Now I'll get a Colombian flag there because uh, I do a lot of other podcasts, and uh, the one that goes that's got quite a big reach in terms of the other side of the world. More people talk about the fact why is the man from Rotherham got a uh, got a Jamaican flag behind him? You know, <laughs> I I can't I, I can't field the Amazon story anymore. Yeah. It needs to Stoner go. Stoner vibes. Stoner vibes. Yeah, four twenty <laughs> old tight kids. Right then, so it. <laughs> let's let's move on. So, listen, the game started, uh, Stevie, and uh, Twitter user, and I've written this down, Nath SWFC Moss decided he was going to take matters into his own hands and deface the uh, De Ponchan Siri banner. Now, as far as I can find, I believe the Wednesday Sing was, was the people were the people that paid for the banner. Um, I don't know. That's unverified. I don't want to be spouting that I could be in the know when I'm not. Uh, but, you know, we, we put up that. that he, now, listen, DC, DC came in. Spent all his money. We've shit the bed for the last five years. I understand that. That's what's happened. Now, in terms of the fan uprising, let, let, let's get into it. But let's start with the banner. And now this is going to sound mental, but I, I feel that us whinging on Twitter, us trying to argue with him at the notorious fans forum and things like that, I think this, because it's such a vanity project, I think this will he will hear this more. What do you reckon? Given the person he is, uh, yeah, I, I, I take your point. Um, this it, it won't sit well with him, will it? Because, as you said, it, it, it's a little bit of a vanity project. Will it? Will it have an impact? Will it? Will it resonate with him more than other things? Um, if it does, I don't think we'll see it. I don't think we'll no. we'll, we'll hear it. I think we'll 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 get. I'm, I'm fairly certain we'll get another statement of some description that just sort of not pacifies but kind of deflects from the fact and, and and he'll end up talking about um he'll make excuses and he'll he'll find another way of, of, of deflecting it and we'll we'll start looking at other um aspects he'll he'll go back to talking about shirts he'll go back to talking yeah. about keeping the club sustainable he'll he'll talk about all that. And ben and I have to, yeah I have to say and this is the thing I'm struggling to to sort of articulate where it, what's going to happen next but what I will say um We've said it before as well, uh, and I'm probably jumping forwards a little bit, so we might need to backtrack. But we as a fan base need to be careful for what we ask for. And, you know, I think the the, the whole protest as an overarching sort of issue. The protest, I understand why people are wanting to do it, and I understand what happened mm -hmm. on Saturday. I get all of that. And, mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the problem is, let's say, for example, 
he goes right this is an absolute uh, offense to my uh, to my pride to the I'm, I'm a proud man the, the, it goes against my cultural beliefs blah 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 I'm walking away let's say he did that Wednesday what happens on Thursday he owns that stadium he, he owns that stadium right his company owns that stadium right so if if he did go he would have to look for somebody who's got no regard for money <laughs> like none at all no regard for business and all of a sudden we'll have another nutcase in charge that'll just start flinging money out everywhere uh you know i i, I must admit i did earlier this week look at everton with a bit of green-eyed monster because Mashiri went sod this found somebody and that's him done see you later yeah. and and the, like, oh. the people the people they've got are mental the seven yes seven and group. Right, yeah. Who are the 777 group? Now, now, like we've discussed on this show a thousand times before, I want DC to change. I want him to realise what part of the world he's, he's managing a club in. I want him to understand his means and I want him to understand the rules and I want him to have a bit more connection because what we are right now, and we actually are, but fans don't like hearing it. We are customers and we are customers and I'll, I'll do the capitalism speech again if you want, but we don't need to. But we are customers. There is a demand, ergo the prices go up. And the only way we're gonna we're gonna get get us club back or or send a message is not just not spending money. However, on the other hand, we are a very loyal fan base and we should be. Um I mean, Charlie, what's what's your take on it? I, I agree with Steve. He holds our club like that. Mm. And I think, you know, at, at the risk of at the risk of being a bit dramatic it's not just that it's a vanity project as well he is very petulant like the mm-hmm. the it's childish like, you notice in some it, he's childish it's absolute radio silence throughout almost all of the points deduction so we've got a lot of official yep. stuff absolutely nothing first thing he comes out and says is like really sorry we got relegated then you hear nothing else for ages then he's for on two an years, open top bus for two years then he's on open top bus tour the next two things that come out of his mouth is darren moore said this darren moore said that what a load of bollocks that's bollocks anyway it's even more bollocks at the backdrop everything that's being said everything that's come out and he's like can i just make myself clear on the Darren Moore situation. No, you fucking can't, because actually, we don't care. We don't care anyway. We definitely don't care now. We've got bigger fish to fry. It's so tone deaf. That banner would annoy you more than the tennis balls, and I think that's the bloody problem is we're going to have to work with him unless an amazing viable option comes in who for Mm -hmm. some reason hasn't, you know, heard of us prior to this point because it's not exactly like the chancellor thing has been absolutely amazing up to this point there's been loads of people for the last like god knows how many years talking about someone coming and buying us the fact that no one has done that yet suggests that chances are there probably aren't other options out there the best we can hope for is appealing to his better nature that's what my head's saying what my heart's saying is tennis balls i don't know not tennis balls but like i can totally see it i feel like saying like just screw it no you know it's absolutely like rising up against it making it impossible for him to ignore us but he like you say he is a business he he he's not our boss we're not his like we don't need to go to hr about it he owns us he owns the he owns the lot if you know if 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 we don't like it and if he does take his bat and ball home what then like where we're does screwed. that leave us we are we're absolutely screwed, screwed. We are. Oh, yeah, pumps, he pumps in drive. so much money. He pumps yes, in so he much money. No. People just don't realise because it's not he just like needs to... 
he needs to appoint he needs to recognize that he is not like he he's not football minded he's not even necessarily business minded but he certainly is not he's not a director of football he does not he clearly has never had that and if he's always going to put this is what like i've been catching up on welcome to Wrexham. this is what i've got like i'm getting in my head about this you absolutely do need someone signing the checks but the same people signing the checks should not be the same people interviewing the managers or 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 apparently potentially turning up in dressing rooms bollocking players like whether or not that's true or not or or taking a phone call speaking to a potential manager candidate taking a phone call from your son and passing the phone to the potential manager candidate to talk to his son even if even if a fraction of what we hear about these things is true Mm-hmm. Like and and then he, he he because he does these things he opens himself up to further criticism. Then no mm-hmm. one has any faith, I, you know. No one is interested. The prices go up, and because we're already crossed now, we're furious. And at the moment, like he needs to recognise that in order to get that faith back, in order for for us to be as hyped as we were with like promotion and results and things, he needs to hold his hands up and go. I'm not going anywhere, but I am going to do the right thing by the club. And I think that's yeah. what we should be asking for more rather than him out, him back. Like, yes. put yeah. someone else in place to do that. Put somebody in, put somebody yeah. in that knows what they're doing. Let's yeah. do and that. And they can just take all the glory then. Just do what Ryan Isn't Reynolds does. And this goes, I've spent the money, yeah. I'm in. Exactly. You can be the hero without being the face. You know what I mean? They've got, <laughs> totally. they've got, Mac, they've got Mac and Deadpool there going, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And Phil Parker's is in charge, whoever the bloody hell it is. And like Charlie, Charlie there has just mentioned she sat watching Welcome to Wrexham. I must admit I've not watched a minute of it because if I'm honest, I couldn't give two shiny shits about Wrexham. But you know, I bet it's quite an entertaining program because the two the two guys that have bought the club are actually quite fun, right? So anyway, listen, let, let me drop some truth bombs on you. And I and I feel like we need to accept this. Not as just Sheffield Wednesday fans. I feel like we need to accept this as football fans in general. Right, we have the most competitive football pyramid in the world. Right, it, uh, anybody can win, uh, anybody can get out of one league. We've now got Luton Town playing Premier League football, mm. right? But we have a, a top six or seven clubs that could win the Premier League, that could challenge in the European competitions and things like that. Now, in terms of the viability of the football pyramid outside of our country, no one gives a shit. No one cares. No one gives a shit about Walsall, Peterborough. No one gives a shit about Sheffield Wednesday. They don't care. They don't care. Which is why when it came to the Super League, for example, they needed those seven clubs that they picked, those six clubs that that volunteered to play in that league, because it gave it credence. It gave it a, a bit of edge. Because if you look at every other European league across the country, it's just a two horse race. Apart with the exception of France, where it's a one horse race and, you know, Pochettino managed to finish second in a one-horse race. But, you know, they they needed us. And I'm afraid that there will be a European Super League. There will be just those top six. And the league that we're in and the leagues below and the bottom half of the Premier League will be this breakaway, underfunded, bullshit kind of underground level of football. Because I'm afraid that the youth of today and young kids don't give a shit outside the big clubs we now have we now have people turning up trying to trying to get their photo took with Ronaldo the Americans and Messi have all of a sudden got themselves into football it's all about celebrity stardom and being a you know being that that person that can release this video and and they can they can get this photo with this person and and they want to be the guy that breaks the news no one wants to be the guy to break your news that uh, Momo Diaby's injured 
Do you know what I mean? Nobody wants to do that because the audience isn't there. And I'm afraid that the bottom half of, of our leagues, uh, outside the bottom half of the Premier League, is going to be obsolete and there's going to be no money in it. There'll be virtually no coverage in it. But in this country, we are so vociferous at protecting our football league, our football pyramid. We tend to, we get a sense of entitlement. And, and I understand where that entitlement comes from because it's a case of we are, we're fighting to keep this league and we're fighting, just in terms of Sheffield Wednesday, we're fighting to keep our place in the league. And we've been paying and paying. We've been turning up. We've been doing our bit and we haven't been rewarded for it. That's why we're so pissed off with life, right? But then you, you look at the other ones and, and then you look at other leagues, like, for example, you know, I mentioned that I was watching the NFL yesterday. That is a competition across a continent there's 32 teams across a continent there's no promotion there's no relegation and the way that their contracts works and the fact that any team at the start of the season could win the whole thing by the end of it because it's so open is fascinating to me and it's something that we don't know now simon jordan talks a lot about meritocracy and making sure that there's promotion and relegation and you don't get rewarded for failure they don't give a shit about that, the kids nowadays. They want to wear a Paris Saint-Germain shirt. They want to wear Inter and AC Milan and Juventus. They want to wear those jerseys. They're not, because for every, you know, every Real Madrid and Barcelona, there's a Elche and a Getafe. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, that's, and that's what the rest of the other football countries are. And if that happened to Sheffield, to bring this full circle, if that came to us, we as a club, would not be represented anywhere. We as a city would not be represented. We're not represented in the cricket, really. We're not represented in the in the big... Um, well, fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth biggest city in the, in the, in the country. And we're, oh. we're not going to be represented anywhere. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. Because the the lack of funding from the government into the area and, and the poor performance that Sheffield has been subjected to this season, the Super League's coming. Our football yeah. pyramid is in trouble. Whether it's the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, we're not going to know it as it stands. And we need to ready ourselves into a position to get it right. And that's where Chancery wants us to be. I think you it. It, it, it was long, and I think I think you've you've spoken really well there, and I largely agree with everything that you've said. The only counterpoint that I would make is if all of that comes to pass, is that necessarily a bad thing? Is the Super no. League for clubs like us a bad thing? 
No, in our in our underground league, the, our, our Phoenix League, as it will, which which is what will happen. I'm happy for those six seven clubs to piss off. That was all for exactly it. When he got announced. So, like, so and the the, the, the reason we, the, sorry, Charlie. No, no, I was just to say that the gap's already so big between uh, you know uh, clubs like uh, Carry On. Let them go. You know, it's it's like um, it's like you know when someone's right up your ass on the motorway and you just think, sod it, I'll just pull over, let them yeah. go. They're not my problem anymore. Yeah. And that's what it is with those clubs. Go on, sod the, the, No one's breaking the, into that. No one's doing a Leicester anymore. The only the only thing with that that again, I, I, I'd agree with it. Um, but the 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 thing that I kind of want to stay in the in that lane in front of them and slow them down is the the Blair talks about it a lot privately. The parachute payments, the you know, it's not it's a level deep. playing field. All of that, and it's 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 solvable. If somebody goes in and goes right, these parachute payments aren't working. You know, the clubs that are going down, Sheffield United. If United stay up, I'm not allowed to talk about it on this part. If United stay up this year, that's them made. That's them sorted because they, yep. they go down the next year. They've got the parachute. We're still talking about Norwich using parachute payments, mm-hmm. spunking mm-hmm. money left, right, and centre. We're talking about West Brom who've been out for, what, two, three years, they've got money to go and spend. We're talking about people spending money at our level to, to compete and get back up. And they've got them, they're being given that money. We we haven't got a pot to piss in. And it makes me laugh. And the, the sad thing is, the irony is, and I've said this before, and we all know it, Chan Siri's not poor. He's got He's money got to money. spend. He just can't he, spend we just, to the, to the archaic rules. We are not allowed to spend the money because of what we've got. And so to bring it back again, as Dan said, on to bring it back full circle to the argument about the banner and the argument about the tennis balls and getting Chancery out of our club. Chancery would spend the money. Um, these yes. protests, and I've said this before, these protests are three, four years too late. The problem that we've got is that Chancery overachieved in 2016 by getting to Wembley. We overachieved and got as close as we did to the Premiership at Hull. Yeah. That happened. And then the next year we've gone and chased it, and then after that we 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 we've made the playoffs. We finished higher up. We weren't as good, but we finished higher up. We've made it to the Huddersfield. We've spunked it again. That's Carlos. And then we've gone right. Jordan Rhodes, ten million. Adam Reach, five million. Alman Abdi, four million. Watford have had our pants down with Abdi, by the way. Um, and we're going back years. I don't want to be that guy that talks about seven, eight we years are, ago. We are sweeping up that missed penalty. That forestieri missed penalty. Yeah. Sent our club into an absolute spiral that we didn't know we were. We we had no idea what was coming. But and I get that, and I completely understand that he's got his hands tied. And if he had the opportunity to spend the money, I believe he would because it'd be mutually beneficial, right? He'd be able to yeah. make the money because we're a Premier League club, and we'd be well happy because we're in the Premier League, right? And he would spend the money to keep us up there, and like I say, mutually beneficial. Um, the issue that we've got is that the this the. the the smaller decisions that need to be making in order to to recover back from that missed penalty that sent in that spiral have made it so much worse. And he's tried to find these ideas as well, which I, I'm happy for. But Derby County got their ass tickled playing with feathers, didn't he? Yeah. With the, yeah. the Reading, Reading, thing. Reading, Reading are doing Reading it. Reading did it. Right. Reading are doing it. There are new no. There are no new ideas. There's only regurgitated ones, and he keeps trying to find new ideas. And every ch- every time he gets the chance to make a decision, he fucks it up. And the issue that, that we've got is that he's shoehorned himself into every single decision. Mm. Well, yeah. this is the thing. The only thing, we, the only thing we can do to make money, and we've said it before, is sell players for large amounts of money to Premier League teams. 
We got well, eight million pounds for Lucas Zhao, and that was mental. I mean, he weren't worth that money at all. Yeah, uh, and so we've signed, we've signed the Lucas players. Zhao that we had. We've signed younger players in the summer because we had the oldest squad in the world um, last season. And then instead of instead of playing them to try and develop them and trying to get them in the shop window and stuff, we don't even we're not even seeing them. So like we've changed but, strategy. Yeah. But but your model and you know Blair, I love you to bits. This model, it's it's such a fantastic model in the sense that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not using Brentford as, as an example. No, no, no. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm going to say, let me finish. What I'm going to say there, you, you're absolutely right. But we've got, you, you mentioned Brentford there. We've, play, we've signed these players. They're young. That doesn't mean that they're saleable. You know, we're we've got to players go back to get them, to, make them better. But, surely you can't just. But no, it's you, can't, potential you can't. Right. TV, right? Yeah, I get that. We, we, we've got to play these players to make them better. But my daughter, she's, she's nine and a half. You know, she plays. Um, and they're they're doing the rotations at the minute because they've got such a big squad. You know, we 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 can't suddenly start saying right. Well, you've had five minutes on here, so we now got to start playing you, and you might get a little bit better. We, what did I say on Saturday? Developmental football. It does me head in. It absolutely does me head in at that level. So there's no way that I want them to stick Masaba and Gasama and just to Bernardi give them a bash. just to give them a bash, give them a few minutes to see if they get better, so we can sell them on. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but we, 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 we can't do that. He's, he's not a crap player, is he? No, but he's not a ten million pound player. He's not a ten million no, pound player. I, listen, is he? listen let, let, let's move on from that because I, I, I feel like we, you know we're, we're all pretty much on the same thing. We're, there is a degree of trepidation, and and again, I think we'd want our chairman to to learn and to be open for feedback. The problem is, he's a bit of a child, and I just don't think he's up for it. Now, on on that vein, there is the is it the eighteen sixty seven group that have um, that have been um, trying to. Organised, they order, tried to organise black bin liners to be put over the lettering on the uh, on the north stand. There's uh, the tennis ball protest, and the club have spoken out and said, "Don't be daft, lads, come on now," because we just decided to copy an idea that they did it. Was it QPR or Reading or something last Reading. week? They did it, Reading. and we've gone. Oh, they are. That let's do that. Um, that was quite a unique unique idea. I hope they got listened to. But for us to straight up make that our thing. Uh, go yeah, well that's a good idea. We'll do that. I'm a bit like, come on now, and and I think it was James K. Uh, said, who bear in mind used to play for the club, right? J- James used to play at youth level for Sheffield Wednesday, and he said, what if you're like one nil up, and we've got the momentum, and we're pushing forward, and you have to stop the game to kick a load of <laughs> tennis balls off the bloody pitch? Like, I mean, I mean, what you know, Charlie? What are your thoughts on it? I I, I don't want to I don't want to sit here and say it's just a group of shit kickers shit kicking. Because I don't, I don't think it is. I feel like it's some passionate fans that want to do something. Yeah, it, I, I I do get it. I get I get way. the desire to want to do something, and I think it, it's a little bit like you know you can bitch and moan about something, but ultimately you, you, you're going to want to change it. But at the same time, you are mm-hmm. also entitled to bitch and moan about something that you don't have a solution for. Like I think global warming's bad, but that you can't then expect me to back that up with a like a plan about. Well, what are you going to do about like, global warming, Charlie? Can't just come in here just slagging yeah, off our bloody global warming. You went to the other week. Goddamn bitch! Come in here, like, come uh, on here, talking about you. Oh, we're on a plane, but what about the what about the turtles? No, you can't. Yeah, because like, <laughs> if I think Chelsea should leave, does that mean that I personally should buy the club? <laughs> like, if yes. I well, if you've yes. not got money to yep. buy it, then you can't, can't come in. You've got to make it constructive. You can't just come in here telling me we've. 
got to get rid of the chairman when you haven't got the money to back it up. You're not and allowed somehow an opinion. Somehow it's fallen to me after ah. it's somehow become. God I was next God alphabetically God after Chan Series come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. Jesus Christ. But uh, I don't know. I. I mean, there's part of me that's like, maybe Chancery is doing it because he's recently bought a tennis ball company. I don't know. Like, big brain time. Like, but I, I just, I don't know what's worse. If no what if, if we if we do it and then we get sanctioned and like, I've played blind coast doors or four tennis balls hit the pitch. I don't want either to happen. I don't Four want either of these things. Three tennis balls and one hits a child in the back of the head. It just bobs sadly down onto the pitch. They just look down oh. and carry on playing. I think I would, I'd formally, that just, I think I would just go into hiding and never tell you. Yeah, that's me done, lads. See you later. Again. I was like, I'm we've done it. I don't want to be on again. I'm done. See you later. At least if we did it, at least if it's going to happen, I almost hope it happens properly and it's a whole mm-hmm. big massive thing and at least people are talking about it and maybe it sets a conversation because the only thing worse than that is just that that it's just a few people because Twitter is so polarised. Like, it, you go to matches and you hear people have opinions about like certain, you know, uh, like um, certain players or whatever, but then, you, you, you know, you, you read on social media that actually loads of people are saying the opposite. You know, so so it's hard to know whether, it, like, it, the people that are saying these things online are they actually the people that are going to matches and are actually the people that are going to smuggle tennis balls, God knows where, and throw tennis balls? I don't know. Like, I there's just there's just something about it. Like, that, that, that made that me wince me. the way you said that, Charlie. It's, that made me know. wince. Like, and they're going to be looking for them. They're going to be looking yeah, for people. Yeah, yeah. How? Like, you can't even get a water bottle with a lid on it. How are you going to get ten- tennis balls? What's my favorite. My favorite thing is like, listen, listen. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do this super secret thing. I want everybody to know about it, but I want to do it super secret. Let's keep it on the download. So, what we're gonna do? We're gonna announce it on the super secret website that nobody knows about. We're gonna on the uh, you know the, the internet that nobody's aware of, and it's a super <laughs> secret, super secret hashtag club we're in. SWFC. Hmm. I wonder if the club know which hashtag gets used most commonly. How did you find out? Club. Who's the oh mole? Who's the mole? There's a rat. <laughs> we got a rat. We got a rat like, amongst us. Like, I I agree, right? If if there was like a Red Bull consortium coming in and saying, right, we'll buy you, and we've got I mean, they've got a Charlie Day, Pepe, Sylvia sort of spider diagram with every scenario, right? If we don't get promoted on this season, we'll do this. If we'll sell him, we'll do this. And they have everything planned out for the next 10 years. Any scenario happens, they've got a plan for it. And they've got loads of money. Fair play. I'll, I'll take I'll it you, Blair, I Just want you to that. recreate that scene. You know, like <laughs> with the, what is it? What do they call it? Dave Bobo playing the barrel. Can we talk about the Wednesday, please? I want to talk about the Wednesday. I got boxes full of Pepe. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. going to make you recreate that next time. You know I mean? like, yes, I would take a new owner who had that much planning and, you know what I mean, and, you know what I mean, that much foresight and stuff. Chances are you might end up with like Charlie Mevin, who Charlton's just recently got, who's just batshit crazy. You know, the guy from Sunderland Till I Die. So, oh, God, yeah. I did watch that as well. Do you know why? Because I don't really give a shit about I Sunderland. quite like that, though, because I'm all about the fans. But I, Again, couldn't give a shit about people from Sunderland. I mean, these protests, they're not, they're not, they're not helpful, are they? Do you know what I mean? The team's on its heart. Right, really. listen, that, this is, this is going to be my last point today, actually, and that's a, that's a great little segue. And if, that if one, he won I... some games, Fudge, do you think these protests would be happening? 
So yes and no. I, I think they'd still be grumbling, but given the prices that people are paying, and if the results are coming in, to some extent, it would tamper it somewhat. But because mm. of the amount of money, you know, even before we kicked a football, people were unhappy because of the amount of money that, that we're playing. Go on, Steve. I thought you were putting your hand up. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of, it goes back to the point we were making uh, about five minutes ago when we were just talking about the, the timing of it all. The time isn't 2023. The time, the time was 2017, 2018. When we, you know, we, mm-hmm. we'd overachieved and we, we'd, we'd spent and we bloated ourselves to the point where, you know, we, we, we got to the future. We, we, we live in the future that we live because we spent the money on Jordan Rhodes, because we spent the money on Alman Abdi, mm-hmm. because we, we, we speculated to accumulate after we needed to. That's the issue. Um, and I, I, I worry about the protests. If the protests bring sanctions as well, what are those sanctions going to look like? Um, what are the what's the impact of the sanctions going to be on us in terms of any sort of revenue? Are Sky going to turn around? And, and I'm not being funny. Sky bring we are going to get money for Sky be, us being on Sky tomorrow. Are Sky going to be interested in watching us form a protest um, and then say right we need to go down and Sheffield Wednesday again in four or five weeks time? Uh, no, we're not going to be on TV again. So that's revenue gone. Um, we're going to get fined for it, maybe. That's revenue gone, or that's money that we've earned that we've got to, got to spend elsewhere. So what we're doing, we're actually kneecapping ourselves by doing things like this. There's a right way of doing things, and I just don't necessarily think that a public protest is the right way of going about it. But this, I, but this is probably going to be the fans' question, Satya, listening to you say that. Like, what is the right way? Where is our opportunity for feedback? The right way of the the, the right way of talking today, Ponchansiri. Yes, we, we, we don't have that opportunity because because I'll tell you what, right? We've just got this new labour tool at work and it's straight up dreadful. It's awful. Anybody out there who uses S4 Captain Hospitality labour tool is rubbish, right? Now, they've changed it and changed it and changed it and no one's liked it and they've asked for feedback. And between my regional, my region, someone else's, we've sent five pages of feedback, all individual issues. And what we got back is, yeah, but, yeah, but, it's you. Yeah, but this is your fault. Yeah, but so essentially, I'm being pissed on and getting told it's raining. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. but what? So essentially, what I'm saying is, we got given then the illusion of feedback. Oh yeah, I'm really up the feedback. And then when you send some, they go, "Thanks for that." Anyway, we're gonna big fat do it anyway. And I feel that that's mm-hmm. what Chancery does. Yeah. Oh, here's a fans forum. Come and talk to me, lads. Come and have a chat. And we'll go, hey, up, this is fucking rubbish. Well, it's your fault. Let me tell you about Carlton Palmer. And that's what yeah, happens. Don't, yeah, but people don't ask that yeah. question, though, do they? They just ask about transfers. I don't know about anybody else. I'm so switched off with this whole fans forum, supporters uh, engagement, the pan- no ashes on the panel and so forth. I don't, I don't know. There's no impact. There's no measurable, measurable impact from it all. Anyway, is there? It's, it's a bitch fest, or it's a, it's a whinge. And Chancery comes out, and the last the one that Ash went to, the, the, the last one that oh, Ash yeah. went to, he, he was still on the chat at what midnight, saying, "I'm still here." There's five people left. Chancery's still going. What was actually said in that four or five hour period yeah. where we talked about nothing gets said because it's not should have feedback. That's all it was. exactly. Exactly. We need a representative. I'd argue that we probably need a representative, somebody who we do respect. And I'm not saying that there's somebody out there that you could say it's that person, but we need somebody who's articulate, 
who's got influence, who's able to, you know, is not self-serving, is able to say, right, Chancery, these are the problems that the, 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 the supporting fan base have. These are the issues that we see. These are the worries that we've got. I, I think Can I you agree with address you. I, any I of these? I think that, but then what he'll do, he'll go in a 10 minute diatribe talking about this and talking about that. But I, we need somebody whose dick's not going to shrink in front of him either, because yeah. that's what happens and all. I need yeah. somebody to go, hang, hang on, Dapon. I didn't ask any of that what you're telling me about. Yeah. Tell me what you're going to do about these fucking prices. Cause and also, the the, to a certain extent as well, the protest just gives him ammo. Like, do you remember when he had this whole thing where he was like, oh, well, you you know, people, loads of people are interested in giving us money for the club, but you guys are being really mean on Twitter. Uh, so, okay. like, so like, imagine, like, anything we say is going to be like, do you remember the tennis balls? We'll be like, oh, why, why are season tickets four grand? tennis balls, tennis and, balls. Like that. and even if that's nonsense it's like when your mum says yeah but do you remember like like eight years ago when you left the door open and the cat got out and you're just like oh right i guess i guess anything i'm 42 mother now. i'm 42 let it go that? let's like move on with your life and this I is t- problem, honestly like... do you know what charlie i so i was six years old it's my sixth birthday went around my nans and we got like a, a picky tea because that's what they're called right you know crackers and cheese and that Hi. and i picked up the beetroot by its lid and the beetroot fell down, and I've absolutely rinsed my nan's white table. I, I mean, it still gets talked about to this day. It was 1986, right? And and every time now I see my parents and I go to pick something up, there's still a careful. <gasps> and then and then the fucking beetroot story gets brought up, and I'm like, I'm 42. I'm I can, I can buy a house twice. You know what I mean? I can yeah. I can sire a child. Like I I, I can drive. Leave me alone. But yeah, and it, this it, is that, why and you're right. That's where it's going to be. Won't get out of our club because he's because I dropped beetroot, beetroot in 1986. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, right. "It's funny you mentioned it because I've heard one of our fans dropped a little beetroot all over his hands table." Can so. you imagine? <laughs> Thanks, man. Can you imagine that? Right, listen, Dave. What, what are you going to tell me about getting the uh, getting a new uh, owner for this club? Well, in 1986, this knobhead <laughs> picked up the beetroot <laughs> and the pick of lily shit everywhere. <laughs> Ergo, push cup to shove X, Y, Z. Um, no. Uh, but I'll t- I tell you this for free before I move on. That Shaw bloke with the painted on beard, not the answer. Anyway, listen, I need to move on because I've got two things. Now, si- Now, Blair, you stitched Simon up so you can talk about this. Uh, Blair and Simon wanted to swap tonight. So what Blair did, with, uh, Simon did, was send me some stats on shots and shots on target. And it's grim reading. So now, now he's got lovely... Uh, to, uh, what's, he's an engineer and he's got lovely engineer handwriting because it's only block capital so he's gone with um, Southampton eight shots one on target Hull five shots two on target not a bad haul um, Preston eight shots three on target Cardiff twelve shots four on target Leeds eleven five on target Ipswich six and a big fat goose egg uh, so that's 50 shots and only 15 on target um, uh, and then he's written Ashley Fletcher touched the ball nine times in 50 minutes and I, uh, and I feel like no, next don't get, week... You don't get on pitch, so... Holly and Simon are going to have a tear-up about Ashley Fletcher at some point. <laughs> I, can, I can see it coming. But, I mean, we do have... I, I, I needed to bring those up because um, Simon's done the homework on it. But we are pretty toothless, aren't we, aren't we Blair? Yeah, we're absolutely... It's horrendous up front. And he's just like... I mean, I mean, you know I'm the biggest Michael Smith guy in the biz today. Well, of course you are. And then after the, after, the, after, after the Leeds game, I mean, I was in Stevie's car. Oh, like, My, Michael Smith's is not good enough for the championship. That's just like, <laughs> it's just, it, it just like, it's just, it's a shell of the bloke it was last season. Like, yeah. it was so slow, like, so off, like, you know, a yard off it, just completely just 
like anonymous. Is it a service issue? I mean, bear in mind that he had one opportunity and fluffed his lines and did a 50p head into the top half of the away fans. Like, but you know, is the ball coming in as much as it used to? These big centre forwards, you can always say it's a service issue, can't you? With all of them, we we said it's about Jordan Rhodes, and we've done about service with Jordan Rhodes, but no, Jordan Rhodes just (laughs) has has lost what he had. (laughs) But you don't help, and you don't play ringers for a big striker who, who, who thrives off. Thrives off service. Do you know what I mean? So at least if you give him some service, we could say, "Well, he is just shit." But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, like, but we don't know what we're playing, do we? He's got Lee Gregory playing face. I mean, Lee Gregory coming out and saying he's got me to play a new position. I've always had my back to the goal, but now I'm facing the goal, so I'm I'm learning on on the job basically. He's 35 years old. All right, he's got some more miles in the legs, less miles in the legs than other 35-year-olds because he's getting into the professional game late. But still, it's quite late on to start learning a new position. Do you know what I mean? Old dog, new tricks. I tell you what, listen, that, 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 that was like a talk sports segment where I just asked a random question that Simon Jordan ramble on for 10 minutes ago. And that was what you're talking about going forward, sponsored by Tesco's. Other shops are available. Outstanding. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. Right, so tomorrow night in front of the Sky cameras, let's hope Barry Bannon's playing because he has a storm in front of the cameras, but sometimes we do... Again, it's that uh, Gennaro Gattuso meme. Sometimes maybe good. El, sometimes El maybe Sakiki, El Sakiko, is it? Is it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Jake Punkchef with, went with El Crapico or El Sakio, uh, yeah. which I, you know, the, the, the irony that we could cost a, a manager his job is absolutely insane to I'd, me. But I'd, Steve... I'd, we need to beat Boer to say sack Michael Carrick and re-employ Michael Carrick. That's what we need to do. Oh, oh so we're, uh, so we're going to get Michael Carrick on the back <laughs> yeah. of... Right, uh, beating Boer. Uh, right, <laughs> clever, clever. I see your plan there. I see your plan. Steve, what do you reckon, Borough? Um, I hate when you come to me first. <laughs> um, I think it's... It... I don't know. I genuinely don't know what's going to happen tomorrow night. I think it's, it's obviously going to go one or two ways. It's either going to be um, the you you know the same same old story of us turning up, not being able to put a formation out there, not being able to see what we're doing, not being able to see the plan, playing one up top, hoping that the square pegs in round holes um, can do a job for us. My worry is if they do, then he's going to come out and say, oh, yeah, we're, we're finally on that upward trajectory. And I don't think that's the case. Um, I honestly can't call tomorrow night. I, it, it, I'd take a point tomorrow because it would mean that we're still not bottom of the league. But I just think it'd be, it, it, it's papering over the cracks, isn't it? I think the next couple of games, if, obviously we've got them tomorrow. And I think Swansea are one of others, aren't they, on Saturday? Um, if we could take six points, then that you know that that's fantastic. But... It's not going to happen, is it? If we take six um, points, I'm going to go swimming in that sea across the road. <laughs> uh, honestly, and you, can, you can jot that down now. If we beat them on Tuesday and beat them on Saturday, I'm getting literally in the sea. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm not optimistic. I'm worried. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that we'll Do have some like sort of shots on Saturday or something? I'd heard they've had 21 shots on target. I've heard that, <laughs> I've heard that performances... Um, aren't as bad as the results are stating. I don't know what you know whether or not that's true, but uh, yeah, I can't call it. I don't know. Score draw, I feel or kind of, score draw because I feel kind of nil nil. 
I feel kind of apathetic towards it all, and that's that's yeah, that's too. a really depressing thing. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, honestly, nah. it's difficult to 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 be on a show like this and give a toss. Like, if, if I if if I didn't do this, I'd literally just go, oh, fuck it. I've got better things to spend my money on for a bit, and then and then creep back into it as time goes on because I'll miss it. Yeah. But, but the do minute, you know what? I'm just like, I, I'm at the minute, like like that, like you just said there. I'm I'm, I'm at a point now where I've gone from personally being really excited about going and watching Sheffield Wednesday play football to it's not a chore but the reasons that I go have changed and the reasons that I go are because of me and Molly mm. you know so Saturdays are great match, match days on a Saturday brilliant um, tomorrow night it's a chore because I've got to tell the missus that I'm taking my daughter on a school night for a game that kicks off at eight o'clock that I'm not going to get home till 11 anybody that knows Louise knows that her head will start melting if Molly's not in bed by 10 o'clock so I've got that battle to have when 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 I get in tomorrow. So you know it's and she'll it, come back. She'll that. be a, uh, Molly will be a grumpy cowbag all day on Wednesday at school as well. Yeah, and I'm not here Wednesday because I'm working. Then I've got my meetings after school. So by the time I get in Wednesday night, it'll be bedtime. So Whee! that's some uh, that's some <laughs> high quality thought process there. What about you, Charlie? Do you reckon we'll sting them? Nah, I think we'll get fired. I think. Well, uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> Seven nil. We'll get seven nil. Seven nil, and we'll score one, but it'll be a tennis ball it back at night, so it won't count. They'll, call, they'll not let us have it. I it, think it you know, like when that beach ball came onto the pitch at Liverpool. They drove that pigeon ball. flew past, and it was like the closest we got to putting a frigging shot in. It was like, oh my god, pigeons be first man, and that cat came that time. That was nice. What a season. But yeah, like I what think I feel the same. Like I do feel apathetic towards it. Like it's it's very weird to have a hobby that makes you sad like if Zumba made me cry I wouldn't go to Zumba like I don't get it like I don't understand why I put myself oh, through it Charlie what? you're witnessing mine you know what I mean you're, you're seeing it right now I'm trying to be upbeat I'm trying to get myself in a character and all this and I'm like oh god I just, just want to wrap up on my duvet on settee and that's so much worse than being sad is being is feeling nothing like after Forest Green I literally wanted to just dig dig an icepick or just lay in it and pretend football didn't exist but now I'm like ha, 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 ha. okay we're gonna get bad on Sky <laughs> sanctioned are we oh no lifetime ban don't throw me with oh. a good time sounds great cancel it Wrexham next one. season <laughs> I tell you what I, best best way of explaining that Charlie right so you know, that Peterborough game, we're on the pitch having the best time. We're at Wembley. Yeah. You know, Blair on both occasions got absolutely shit face. We had a great time, <laughs> right? And great time. And I thought, right, I'm going to get a season ticket. I live on the South Coast, right? I'm going to get a season <laughs> ticket again. And first couple of games, I was so excited, especially because, like, I've spent so many years in Southampton. So the first game of the season is like the Dan Fudge Derby in my head, right? They're, they're doing it in my honour. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm annoyed that I wasn't on, you know, Saints TV or whatever the fuck it was. They were like, hey, remember that fudge kid let's get him on like and then tomorrow i could easily go i could phone it in at work toss it yeah. off get on the train come up i can't be asked yeah. it's so long, it's so long to go there's going to be coverage of it and i'm hung over to I'm shit sure. and sat here thinking about it i'm like fuck all that i i just do you know how delusional do you know how delusional i was off that wembley high is i went on look north and I said, do you know what? Like before Wembley, I'd have settled for like mid-table, mate. But do you know what? Top six. Top six! 
Six, I've got six points. I'm not even going to get six points this season. I literally went on I television. Next to you. I was so cracked off my head. I'm like, post-football, anything can happen. Dreams really do come true. Like, breakfast club, punch in the sky. I was like, top six. How mental is that? If anyone finds that clip, they're going to make like a little gif of it. And the judge is going to have gonna like, say, all can my you, blade can you send sending me, me that for the rest of my life. Send me the clip and I'm going to splice it to that, what you've just said then, to that one. Well, it, I don't know. Yeah. They asked Chan Siri the same question after after Wembley, and he was on the high, and he said the playoffs as well. So yeah. this is why I'm next in line because I'm as delusional as him. I'm as delusional as him. I've got as much football experience as him. <laughs> Just a lot less money. Wow. All right, Blair, wrap it up for me. Then, what do you think about Borough tomorrow night? I'm looking forward to it because I just love watching football. So I'm looking forward to that that expert of getting out of the house. And Steve, Stevie, the innocence of youth here. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, he'll learn. He'll learn. I have to have a woman inject <laughs> my forehead to stop making the effects of Sheffield Wednesday look as bad as what they did when I was 18. You know what I mean? So, come on now. You know, I'm, having, I'm having a big moan. I think, I think what's going to happen is he's going to play the same players that we know aren't good enough for the championship in the same, in a, in a new formation. It might be, it might be a six... A six two one. I don't know. He, he might just make something up on the fly. His box. Cisco going to have a new pair of trainers on. That, that's a cert. <laughs> like, he's not going to play any any attacking like any 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 pace at all. So we're going to get the ball to like the final third, and it's just going to like slow down because no one's got no one's got any pace. We've got no. Um, every every team's going to know what we're going to do. Um, so we're going to lose about two nil. And Cisco will probably still have a job because Chan Siri likes to give his men time. He even gave Joss a year. The only one he didn't give the uh, time Pulis. was Tony Pulis, and that's because Pulis yeah. said he wants to walk. That had nothing I'm... to do with actually getting sacked. It was like he I'd, t- to I'd take Tony Pulis now. He might stop the goals going in. But anyway, that's for another show. Listen, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. Does anybody have any other business before I crack on and end this shit show? I've got I've got paracetamols to take. Thanks a lot for joining us. If you've got this far, you're my new hero. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. the 90th minute you've got all your mates round you've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go your mates already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points back of the net Lubosh automatic delivery now on the McDonald's app you in? at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com for more information see you later Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.